Hey babe, how are you? I thought I'd start this episode or this season, this series and every episode going forward asking you how you are simply because I think it's quite interesting that it's very rare that, well at least for me, I haven't listened to a podcast in which they've asked me how I feel and as much as you can't necessarily answer and have a back and forth conversation, I think it's important that you acknowledge how you feel in this moment and hopefully by the end of the time you listen to this, you feel somewhat better or you feel inspired, understood and entertained. But yeah, welcome to the first ever episode of Dear Creative, the podcast for creative entrepreneurs like yourself, like myself. I know that you may or may not be familiar with me and who I am and the work that I do. But throughout this season, this podcast, this episode, you will, you will start to learn more about things that I've learned, my processing and my knowledge, my clientele. And all of that kind of stuff. Today we are going to be speaking on and about creative block and imposter syndrome. These are two topics that I really kind of wanted to tackle first because I think in order for anything else to be beneficial, all of the following episodes and just anything that I share in general, I think you kind of need to know how to navigate these feelings um, and these spaces because otherwise you find yourself in a space where yes you're taking in loads and loads of information from me or whoever you're reading whatever books you're reading but if you're operating from a place of creative block or you feel like an imposter you won't necessarily know how to to act on that information so let's get right into it these are two things that I'm really familiar with um however I think it's important that we label and define these things I have done around three series or sessions of, no, not sessions. I've done three phases of therapy. So that's roughly like maybe 18 weeks um, of therapy. And if there's one thing that I've learned through being in therapy is that the moment that you label something and you start to define it and how it impacts you is the moment that you learn can then tackle that particular thing much more efficiently. If you don't know what you're suffering with or you don't know what it the impact that it has on yourself, then you kind of don't really know where to go from there. So to define creative block, according to good therapy, it is an inability to access one's internal creativity due to there being a barrier for inspiration. This is quite an interesting definition. There's an emphasis on the internal feelings. There's something going on on the inside that is stopping you from from creating on the outside. Um, and that's very important to know. And we'll get into that once you've got past these definitions. Imposter syndrome, according to the Harvard Business Review, imposter syndrome is a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. Let's just make a note of that last thing. It's a feeling of inadequacy that persists despite evident success. We're going to keep going. Imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feelings of success. That thing is back again or external proof of their competence. I'm quite a huge fan of the definition of imposter syndrome, according to Harvard Business Review. Obviously, with definitions, you're going to find different things on different websites. But these are two um, definitions that I felt were really good in saying what the things are. There was no fluffiness straight to the point whether they were lengthy or they were short. Um, but it let you know exactly what the thing was. And now we can move forward and we can tackle it. When it comes to imposter syndrome, I think it's one of those things where, like it says, it doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter whether you're working for a dream client, you can still feel like an imposter. And it's important that we validate that feeling. But we also need to ensure that we don't allow it to stick around for too long, because I feel like sometimes in those feelings of being an imposter, we 
then get creative block and I find the reason why I pair these two together is because I think it's very hard to have one without the other and if they don't exist in the same time one will be following around the corner really shortly just to give an example I actually had a podcast before this one it was called the Pink Book Podcast you can actually still listen to it if you wanted to but it's one of those podcasts that I really love doing I I did it because I wanted to help people like you learn more about the different careers that were available in the creative space. Given the experience that I had at uni, I found that there were just the same careers being pushed at me. However, eventually I started to feel like I don't really have the one. I didn't necessarily have the energy. I was finding that I didn't or couldn't bring myself to create creative block. And then eventually I felt like an imposter because as much as I had people in my DM saying, Martina, I really like your podcast, or I've done this because of that, or, you know, like, just, just saying all of these lovely things, while I was still getting all of these amazing opportunities, I just didn't feel like I was in a position to tell people how to navigate their career, when I didn't necessarily feel like my career was in the right place. I didn't feel like I was doing what I wanted to do or needed to do to be able to tell other people, like, hey, this is how you do your career. And that's the problem with imposter syndrome. It, sometimes it makes you feel like you're not qualified to speak on things because you haven't got your own stuff figured out or because you're not where you want to be and all of these kind of things but I think the the most important thing to realize and I was having this conversation with my mentor earlier today um is that you are your biggest enemy in a sense you are your biggest problem a lot of people on the internet don't actually care about whether you post that piece of content or you say that thing or you dress a certain type of way or do you know what I mean people typically don't care they're too busy focusing on themselves and their own internal issues and their external issues so when it comes to all of these things where you feel like you're not qualified you need to ask yourself why do you not feel like that um and one of the things that I've been doing recently and I like I like to do whenever I find that um I'm stuck in a rut is that I put pen to paper I think putting pen to paper um in moments where you're lost is always a great thing to do literally just after this episode or even right now pause this pause this podcast and just write down 10 things that is that you have done in this last year I think this has been a ridiculously difficult year we're currently experiencing a, a pandemic and I don't know about you where you're from but my government doesn't necessarily seem like they know what they're doing and that can make you very anxious that can make it very hard for you to create because you never know if you're actually going to be able to to do what you wanted you might have booked a studio um but you don't actually know if you're actually going to make it to the studio because Boris might say hey um we're all stuck indoors for the next four weeks and then it's like okay cool so how do we how do we proceed from there so right now what I want you to do is pause this and write down a list of 10 things that you've managed to achieve in the last year and it could be a big thing or it could be a small thing it could be so for me one of the things that I'm I would write would be I've managed to register my business you know um something I didn't allow myself to do for a long time because I thought like is this is this really something that even makes sense in the first place however eventually I did it and (laughs) I feel like it's one of my biggest achievements because I just knew I know what it took to to get there and I think it's important when we're writing down our achievements we take into consideration the fact that not everybody's aware of the process and the journey it took us to get to this particular achievement so nobody can really downplay that so even if it might seem small to some people registering the business is really easy because they've got like five um but to me it's something ridiculously important so that would be one thing so just pause that and then just write down those things 
Okay, so now that we know all of the things that we've achieved, you can now kind of see why you shouldn't feel like an imposter. It's, this isn't to say that this is going to kill your imposter syndrome right there and then. It doesn't necessarily do that for me either. However, it's, it's really good um, to have something that you can look back on. And one, one thing that I would do and I would highly recommend is that every time you do something new and, and make a new achievement, you come back to this list and you add to it. And whenever you're feeling sad or you're feeling low, you come back and you look at this list because sometimes we're so busy trying to achieve the next thing and trying to hit the next goal that we forget just how many things we had to do and achieve before we could get to this place. So that one little goal that we've achieved might seem small, but when you add it to everything else, you can see the bigger picture. And I think that's very important. Always being able to have an idea of the things that you have done in the past. Um, and also an idea of what you want to do in the future because you know at the end of the day you've managed to achieve all of these things and there's a reason why you're doing it and people are also how do I put this I feel like sometimes you never really understand why people are coming to you for opportunities so I remember one time um one of my clients is like a is a is a music label and I never really understood why me I guess because it's like you know I I before I worked with them, I had only worked with their, their artists for a couple months. Um, this is this is a big artist, as in he's been nominated for quite a few awards, you know, like worldwide, international, all of that kind of stuff. A man that I used to listen to when I was when I was younger, and you know, I just never really understood it. However, it's important to know that nobody in their right mind will pick you for something that you are not qualified for. So you owe it to yourself and to the person that chose you to believe in your abilities, regardless of how you feel in that moment. And this is a perfect time to do that whole fake it to make it stuff. Not when you're on Instagram trying to take a picture. If you can't afford Gucci, please don't be taking pictures in Gucci all the time. But fake it till you make it in your career, in your in your feelings. If you don't believe you belong in a space, just pretend that you do. And eventually you'll realise that you look more confident so people want you for more things and it's never going to get easy I personally don't think it is I'm only 22 so like I can only speak on um I can only speak from my perspective but I've been doing creative stuff for like the last five to six years and I've never not once felt like an imposter I don't think there's a year where I haven't felt like an imposter if that makes sense but I've still achieved quite a, quite a considerable amount of great things I would say um but you always just have to remind yourself that this person didn't pick me because I wasn't qualified they don't think that I'm going to embarrass myself if anything they think I'm going to do the job that they've paid me to do incredibly well I just need to to match up to to their expectations and you don't necessarily know what their expectations are unless you had that conversation so what exactly would you sometimes ask them like what exactly would you want from this so I do social media management so what are your goals? What would success look like to you? What do you expect to get by the end of our time working together? Know that. And once you know that you can benchmark yourself, um, once you hit one goal, like a really small goal, you just go into the next one. Everything seems much more achievable. The reason why I feel like sometimes we feel like imposters is because we don't understand why they've picked us. Through unpicking what their value, like what their reasons for picking you were or asking them what their version of success looks like, you, in a sense, understand that maybe the challenge that you think is super difficult isn't as complicated as it may be.
because you understand that to them success looks like getting five followers for example a day whereas you thought maybe they were after 100 however now you can set yourself a a different a different benchmark which makes the hurdle a bit easier to tackle if that makes sense I think when it comes to tackling and syndrome, it's very important that you are realistic and you set smaller goals for yourself so that you can do things slowly by slowly in a sense so if you feel like an imposter today so today I woke up and I was ready to take on the world yesterday I woke up and I was like you know what I am not getting out of bed there is absolutely no way that I'm posting this piece of content I can't bring myself to do any client work I am not doing it however in that same breath even though I didn't want to, I also started to question myself as, like, so, you know, what? like, I haven't really done much this week, so why is this person paying me, or why, why am I doing this, why did this person pick me, but then at the end of the day, you need to remember that despite the way that you feel, you have achieved so much, and can achieve so much more, and this person sees that, I think sometimes we just need to try and look at ourselves in the way that other people see us, and one of the things that I see often is, like, People tend to say, like, if your younger self was in the room right now, would you speak to them the way that you speak to yourself? And I know that being an imposter isn't, isn't necessarily something that we do out loud. It could be things that are in our heads. But would you want your younger self to feel the way that you do about yourself and your work, knowing how hard you have worked for whatever it is that you are doing right now? I think the answer is no. So in a sense, you owe it to yourself to understand that you are worthy of the job that you have, of the opportunity that you are being given and other clients that you may have or may not have or may bring. I think those are things you need to kind of like just remember, like even if it means saying that I am worthy of the opportunities that will be brought to me this week or the clients that I have or the talents that I have, I think it's very important. And especially I think the reason why I link this to creative block is because sometimes when you can't create, you feel like you are not deserving um, of any opportunity. If you have creative block, it's kind of like I'm not really a creative, like, how does that make sense I can't even do the one thing people expect me to do like so what's going on here you know um but I think it's very possible to be a creative that cannot create we all have our moments and you need to allow yourself to sit in that moment not forever where it's a moment that lasts an hour it lasts three or it lasts the whole day I just think you should just allow yourself to bask in that moment and understand um why do you feel like this for me, I like to write. I like to journal. I've started doing that recently. Not as often as I probably should have, but it's something that I'm doing and making a conscious effort to to make sure I'm I'm doing, of course. Um, creative block and being an imposter to me, they're like they're like twins. Like I said before, they're one and the same in a sense, but they're not necessarily. Um, you have achieved enough. And it doesn't matter what you have achieved. There's this feeling. And I think I saw this TikTok. I love TikTok. I saw this TikTok that said that you should give your thoughts names or you should give your like your your mind or your brain a a name. Because once you start to get these thoughts of feeling like an imposter, you can be like, okay, Mandy. I don't know why I said Mandy, but okay, Mandy, I understand why you feel this way. However, X, Y, Z. But once you give your brain a name and the thoughts that you experience a name, you can, you know, you can address them on a more personal level. You can have a conversation with yourself um, and just kind of start to understand why do I feel like an imposter in this moment? Because once you understand why, you know how to move from there. 
it might take you a while but you know how to gravitate so, like what what route to gravitate towards so like if I'm for example at a client meeting and I feel like an imposter it might be because I'm the youngest person on the team so why do I feel like my age is related to my knowledge have I not been reading as much lately um have people made me feel like this if so have I called them out on it in a professional manner um it's important that we address these things and we start to understand the reasons behind them because like I said and I have been saying the moment you understand why you feel a type of way or what this experience might be trying to tell you then you know how to progress what I would say is that this is a this is a journey and we we will travel on this journey together you just have to be patient, especially when you're experiencing creative block. And I feel like a lot of the time we experience like creative block and we think, damn, I can't create. It's time to leave social media. I don't always think that's the answer. I think we think let's go outside, you know, take a walk because I need to be in a new space. But a new space could be a new social media platform. If you live your life on Instagram, go to Twitter. If you live your life on Twitter, maybe go to Pinterest, go to TikTok. I found so much joy in others in other places. Um, I don't think, especially now that we're in a pandemic, the answer is always outside. We need to find different ways to navigate these emotions that mean that we can still know how to address them without compromising our health any further. Um, TikTok for me is quite fabulous because I've got therapists on there. I've got people that that complain about like dating and then they've got people that just laugh and dance. And it's just I have learned and been inspired by so much in such a short time that when I go onto Instagram, I just know that that's not necessarily the most inspirational platform for me at the moment. So try and navigate, try and just try different social media platforms. The answer is not always outside. Speak to friends and download apps. Um, I, I quite often, well, not as often as I should, I read articles on Medium. I find that sometimes reading other people's thoughts leads me to want to start a conversation and that conversation whether it's with myself or with a friend might lead to a creative idea I think you just need to challenge yourself try and do something that's new and isn't necessarily something that you have been doing for the last year six weeks two weeks whatever it is that you need to do for yourself I highly recommend you trying that what we're going to do now is we're just going to wrap up because we've been speaking about this for roughly 20 minutes now and I think it's very important that we just kind of get an understanding and an overview of everything that we've kind of discussed in a sense and I'm just going to take it back to the definitions in particular the imposter syndrome definition being an imposter or imposter syndrome is a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persists despite evident success imposter syndrome doesn't care about the things that you've done it's just the feeling that will happen especially I feel like more often it happens when you 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 achieve all of these big things but it's okay hopefully some of the tips I've shared and writing down that list of all of the things that you've achieved this year and continuously adding to it will allow you to to kind of overcome it just make sure you revisit that list every time you achieve something new and every time you feel like you don't necessarily belong in the space um hopefully you've enjoyed listen to me speak you have found it informative you have learned something maybe you can relate to bits of my story and at the end of the day I just hope that you are one step closer to overcoming imposter syndrome and creative block whether you experience it now or in the future hopefully by the time we get to the next episode you feel like you're in a better position to to attack that so that has been me Martina your host 
and this was the Decorative Podcast.